0: Down! Chapter 22 Afloat! Over 20 Sandra's surrealist suggestions later, we thought of using the spare oxygen cylinders to refloat the tables. It took me such an eternity to load all the briefcases on the tables that I almost gave up. The cases exceeded the tables' limit so I had to pull off some pieces of the grand floor carpet to wrap the entire parcel and to tie it up with blind straps. And even so, the worst came when we had the two tables with their respective chairs out of the water and we had to carry them to the boat. And the very worst was carrying them home. Salva couldn't believe the size of the tables He imagined they were humble desks, nothing like those that seemed more dining room tables. And he couldn't understand either the need of taking the two chairs, although they helped to pretend. They were only two chairs, they didn't mean a big extra effort, but Salva had to get worked up and he did. Sandra was dazzled by the chairs, so she agreed with me and Salva not to put up with us, called one of his contacts to bring a lorry. We'll think how to take them upstairs later. It was the good thing my house had. It was all mine, although nothing worked and it wasn't a good idea left the parcels on the ground floor because, sometimes, people came to sleep, at the very least. As Elva's friend unloaded the goods in the street, we looked at each other and almost decided to leave them there and take the briefcases up gradually. But I wanted the tables anyway, who knew, maybe someday, I got to restore the building and turn it into my great mansion. I had the money then, I might do it. Of course, maybe it was not the best idea to draw so much attention to myself. Sandra took the chairs up with determination. Salva's friend looked up and suggested we should find a motor pulley and took all up through the window between us. We hadn't even thought about it. I had the excuse of being underwater for long. But Salva should be ashamed. It wasn't to tell it to the lorry driver, there are things that it's better not to say. But I had something we could use. It wasn't a motor pulley, it was a dragging motor. It made an appalling noise and I had to stop using it because humidity didn't agree with it. It came to our two minds at a time. I left Salva painter or driver and watching the woods. It wasn't necessary to tell him, it was obvious, he had to watch them. I went upstairs excited and suddenly, at the landing before my door were Sandra, the two chairs, and a weird silence. Before I opened my mouth, she told me in a very low voice there was someone up there and she was afraid. Sometimes she doesn't think clearly. If you are afraid, run down as fast as you can. Don't wait for them to kill you. But I'm almost sure she didn't even think about it. So I tried not to put a very bad face, it probably was Ramon or some of his clique, such a big effort and they came to take the treasure away, well I was going to deny it all till the end, to Snoopy I was, I tried to see through the well who it was but I neither could hear or see anything. I was almost sure it had been Sandra's imagination, and I went up confident. There was someone actually, one lady of a Coruña without the letters. I didn't know her then, but she was Alicia. The truth is that I don't know who which one was more afraid. I'm quite sure she was, although considering the way she looked, it wasn't much. I had that naive idea that when some of them faced one of us, in a situation like that, they started to run. Of course, they could not be in a building like that. Do you live here? Alicia asked. I told her I did, and asked politely and with sweet voice if she wanted something, not to drive her away just in case she was a client. She really looked like she was a rich girl. You aren't the one on the picture! She said giving me the photo Andres took to Carlos and Sandra. Well, I'm not. I said expecting Sandra didn't come up because the photo was very deceptive. The red bastard lied to me! She said angry. I thought she was talking about Carlos and tried to calm her down. I told her that I was sitting at that table and it wasn't what it looked like. She didn't seem to listen. I told her Carlos was a friend of mine's lawyer and she was other friend of my friend. No! Andres is the rat bastard, she said at last. He told me the girl in the picture lived here. Andres! I didn't need to say I didn't like him, she noticed it, in the way his name sounded. I told her he obviously had lied to her, as was to be expected. She seemed to be very talkative, so I opened the door and invited her in. I also called Sandra to come up, because the poor girl had been waiting for a while. When Alicia saw Sandra, her face lit up with such a spite look that I thought it ended in an argument. And since Sandra knew Alicia was Carlos' wife, she was a bit aggressive. But not knowing how, they began to chat peacefully. I turned on the telly and went down to the third floor to start the dragging mortar. It started with no problem, making the noise I remembered it made, but it started. I took the windows out of the frame and threw the cable to Salva. Suddenly, I heard behind me. What the hell is that rocket?